found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I'm going to read from a translation of the Bible called the Living Bible. We often, I don't believe this translation is even published anymore. I think they stopped publishing it around 15 years ago. But we used to look at this translation a lot. And I like the way that the this was translated and took the words of Paul from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So I'm going to read that and then we're going to pray. It says, if I had the gift of being able to speak in other languages without learning them, and could speak in every language there is in all of heaven and earth, but didn't love others, I would only be making noise. And if I can make my first point, I believe it was our dearly departed brother, James Brown, who wrote a song that said, talking loud and saying nothing. If I had the gift of prophecy and knew all about what is going to happen in the future, knew everything about everything, but didn't love others, what good would it do? In other words, if I don't, if you don't love, they can't hear you. I heard God. I'm going to say it again. If I don't love, I can't be heard. And the first point I want to make is before we say anything to anybody, we've got to look at our hearts and say, what is my intention? And if I don't say it in love, they're not going to hear what I have to say. People will hear love before they hear your words. Verse three says, if I gave, oh, it goes on to say verse two, even if I had the gift of faith, so that I could still speak to a mountain and make it move, I'd be worth nothing at all without love. If I gave everything I have to poor people, and if I were burned alive for preaching the gospel, but didn't love others, it would be of no value whatever. Love is patient and kind. I'm going to say that again. Love is very patient and kind. It is never jealous or envious. It's not boastful or proud. Love is not haughty or selfish or rude. Love does not demand its own way. And if I can make my next point, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. Whew, we, I need to say that again because I think that needs to get in our spirit. It is okay for me to be wrong. It's okay for you to be wrong. Sometimes we have this thing in our spirit. We always have to be right. We have to know everything. Sometimes it takes a big person to say, I don't know everything. And I'm not always right. Love does not always demand its own way. It's not irritable or touchy. Love does not hold grudges. Let me say that slowly. Love does not hold grudges. I'm going to say that again. Love does not hold grudges. It is not possible for me to say I love you and I'm not speaking to you. I heard God. 
It is not possible to say I love them. That's my family member. But when I see them in the store, I go the other way. I've stopped by to tell you that hate, and it's a strong word, but I got to use it. Hate takes a lot of energy. It pulls on you physically. Hate can make your body physically sick. It pulls on your immune system. It pulls on your spiritual health and your mental health. It takes too much energy for me not to love. Because listen to this. In order for me not to love you and to stay angry at you, I have to constantly keep a record of every wrong that you committed against me. I have to constantly keep a record of everything you did to anger me, everything you did to make me upset. Love does not do that. It does not hold grudges. And if we want the best example, we ought to be glad that God did not hold a grudge against us. The Bible declares that he takes our sins and puts them in the sea of forgetfulness. If God can forget what I did, then we ought to be able to forget what our brother and our sister did against us. Not only do we deserve to be forgiven, but our brothers and sisters deserve to be forgiven as well. Love does not demand its own way. It's not irritable or touchy. It does not hold grudges. It hardly even notices when others do it wrong. Oh. Uh-oh. It hardly notices when others do it wrong. We've got to be very careful pointing out everyone else's wrongs and not seeing our own that is not what love is. Love, now this, listen to this. Love doesn't mean I don't tell you anything to want to help you to do better. I give this example. If I see you crossing the street and see a car coming and I yell out stop or I run and grab you, it's because I love you and I want nothing, I don't want anything to happen to you. But if I tell everybody every week for the next 20 years how I grabbed you when you was crossing that street, and I want the credit for what I did. They was crossing the street and I stopped them. And I make it not about you and about me. That means I'm haughty and I'm puffed up. I was not doing it to help you. I was doing it to help myself. Love does not hardly notice when others do it wrong. It's never glad about injustice. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said it best. An injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Love does not like when anybody is treated wrong, whether it's your brother, your sister, your mother, the man down the street, or the man at the store, the woman or child. Love does not like any injustice, but rejoices when truth wins out. If you love someone, verse seven, you will be loyal to them no matter what the cost. You will always believe in them. Always expect the best of them and always standing your ground in defending them. Love, you defend whom you love. I'm going to say it again. You defend whom you love. God defends us. We're not worthy of his love, but he defends us. 
All the special gifts and powers from God will someday come to an end. This is the part I love. But love goes on forever. One day prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special gifts, they're going to disappear. Paul goes on to say that we know so little, even with our special gifts, and the preaching of those most gifted is still so poor. But when we have been made perfect and complete, the need for these gifts will come to an end and they will disappear. I love this part, verse 11. It's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned like a child does. But when I grew up, my thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away those childish things. In the same way, we can see and understand only a little about God now, as if we're looking at a reflection in a bad mirror. But someday we're going to see God in his totality, in his completeness, face to face. Now all that I know is hazy and blurred. But then I will see everything clearly, just as clearly as God sees into my heart right now. There are three things that remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I took a little different direction today because, listen, y'all, we're living in perilous times. We are experiencing death at a rate that we have not experienced ever. The number of deaths related to this disease have now surpassed the Vietnam War. More people have died from this than have died September 11, 2001. I'm just being realistic with you. We are dealing with all type of death. On top of that, people are not able to grieve. They can't attend the services. I'm just telling you all some real stuff. They can't attend the services like they want to. The caskets are now closed during the funeral. People aren't allowed to sit at the bedside in the hospital. I speak life to everyone in this room, but I've stopped by to tell you right now, love each other now. Don't you be that person to say I wasn't talking to them because of what they did to me in 2004. I'm not taking their phone calls. I hear God right now. Don't you be that person to say, I'm, when I, I'm ignoring them right now. I want them to feel my anger. I hear God right now. We have to release the burden of unforgiveness in our heart. Unforgiveness is a killer. And it will eat us from the inside out. I just like the song said, lay your, bring your burdens and lay them down. We need to remove the burden of grudges and unforgiveness. There are too many family feuds. People, when they could go to funerals, wouldn't go to somebody else's funeral because of a family feud, because of things that went on. Release that. I hear the Lord saying right now, release that out of our hearts. Enjoy each other now. Even, I hear God, even while you're social distancing, you can still show love. You might not be able to stand next to somebody, but you can still show love. 
And the truth of the matter is, I might step on a toe. What they did to you, I guarantee you, you did it to somebody else. Uh-oh. Ooh, yeah. Maybe I need to go on mute because y'all don't want to hear that. Let me mute this line because I'm going to say it again. What you mad at that they did to you, guess what? You did it to somebody else, whether you knew it or not. The same way they was talking about you, guess what? You was talking about somebody else. The same way they lied on you, guess what? At some point in your life, you lied on somebody else. But not only did God forgive you, but someone else decided to forgive me. So who am I? We need to release that out of our hearts. Release the unforgiveness, grudges, envy. Oh, Lord. Especially at a time like this, we ought not to be envious of each other. Can I guarantee you something? Everybody that you're jealous of, you have something that they wish they had. I'm just going to tell you the truth. You might look at somebody and say they have a lot of money, but they might look at you and say they don't have a lot of money, but they're happy all the time. You might look at somebody else and say they have a nice family and, and the kids are always smiling in the pictures and they, they swing them on the swings and they hold them up in the air and they smile and you have no clue once that camera goes down what's really going on. We need to stop being jealous of each other learn how to uplift each other we are all we have in times like these and I, I i'm going to say this this is a bold statement don't let it take something like not being able to go to someone's funeral for you to realize how much that person meant to you don't let that happen don't let you wishing you can see the casket one more time for you to tell that person. I hear the Lord and I hear the Holy Ghost right now. There's some people under the sound of my voice, when they get off this call, the Lord says you need to call them back. You know who they are. I don't know who they are. But I heard the Lord just as clearly right now. The Lord said you need to pick up the phone to that person and clear the air. And sometimes clear in the air and say, you know what? I love you. I don't want to rehash what happened. I don't know who was wrong. I don't care who was wrong. I might have been wrong. Both of us might have been wrong. But I just want you to know I love you. You need to call somebody and say I love you. Don't you try to go back and, and, and go over what happened back in the day and you said this and they said that. And remember you left that message for them and I heard, I heard what you said. No, no, no. You go back and just say I love you. I'm big enough to say I contributed to the situation. Uh-oh, we don't like saying that. I contributed to it, but I love you and I need you. David said in Psalms 51 and 10, created me a clean heart, O God. In other words, clean my heart and renew, make the right spirit within me. Lord, cleanse our hearts and cleanse our spirits. Let us now approach the throne of grace as we pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for being a God of love. We are so grateful that you decided to love each and 
every one of us. You show the ultimate act of love as recorded in St. John chapter 3, verse 16. You loved us so much that you gave your only son. God, you gave everything, your only, just for me. Thank you, God, for loving us, God. Lord, Stop letting the enemy speak to our hearts to make us feel that we're not loved. God, I rebuke that liar who speaks to us and speaks to our spirit and tells us that no one loves us, that no one cares about us, God. I rebuke him right now. He is the prince of lies and the Lord of deception. God, we thank you for loving us. Let us feel your love, God, even when we lay our head down to sleep, God. Let us feel your love, God, in the name of Jesus. And God, I even speak to it because I hear you now. I speak to those that have the sense of abandonment. Oh, not by side. They are your children, God, that feel abandoned. Friends have walked away from them, God. And left their hearts abandoned. God, I speak to those abandoned hearts right now. Let them feel the love that only you have, God. Let them know they are not alone. Lord, help them realize they are not alone. You said you won't leave them or forsake them, and you are there with them. The songwriter said it's a long and tedious journey, but we don't have to walk alone. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley, oh God, of sometimes there are shadows, and I hear God, and death. I'm going to say it again. Though we walk through this valley season of shadows and even death in 2020, we are walking through a season, God. We are in a valley, and there are shadows, and there are death all around us. You, David said, I will fear no evil because thou art with me. God, in this season, we are so glad that you are with us. Let your children feel thy glorious presence. Let them feel your comfort right now. Thy rod and your staff are continuing to comfort us, God. Let your children feel the comfort of you, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I rebuke loneliness and depression. Lord, in the name of Jesus, the devil is trying to depress the people of God. There are so many that are dealing with clinical depression and don't even know it. But God, I rebuke the devil of depression. Lift the spirits of your children right now. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, lift their spirits spirits right now that demon of depression that just has them walking around feeling numb god in the name of jesus even the spirit of bitterness god that is trying to attack your children god we release that spirit right now in the name of jesus god let your children feel your love 
God, even those under the sound of my voice that continue to deal with bereavement, God, Lord, you know of all the different ones. We even played the song from Troy Sneed earlier, God, and the gospel artist, and you're with his family. Just all the ones that are dealing with bereavement now. Touch those families right now in the name of Jesus. Give them peace that only you can give. Peace that can't come from a funeral service. Peace that can't come from the undertaker, God. Peace that only can come from you, God. Grant them your peace now. I'm not ashamed to say I need your strength, God. <laughs> ah, God, I'm not ashamed to say I can't do it without your help, God. Continue to strengthen me, your manservant, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, give me wisdom that only comes from you, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Continue to order my steps right now in the name of Jesus. Continue to order my tongue right now in the name of Jesus, God. Keep my ears attuned to hear from you. I I speak your healing virtue right now, God. Healing virtue right now, God. Surely you have borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we see you smitten of God and afflicted, but you were wounded. For our transgressions, you were bruised. For our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes, we are healed, God. I speak that to every person on this line, every person who's listening to this recording back in the name of Jesus. I speak healing virtue right now in the name of Jesus, God. Healing to bodies and to joints and to circulatory systems and to respiratory systems right now in the name of Jesus, God. I command bodies to line up with your word, God, by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Satan, take your hands off the people of God. Satan, Loose the people of God and let them go right now in the name of Jesus, God. Take your hands off of their health right now in the name of Jesus, God. I speak healing, 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 healing over the people of God. You even said, if a man lacks wisdom, let him look for understanding and wisdom, God. We thank you for the prayer that went forth for wisdom. As, as the word says, order our steps in your word, God. Lord, in all our ways, we acknowledge you and we know that you're going to direct our paths, God. Lord, we don't un pretend to understand. I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm not going to give a date and pretend like I know when this season is going to end. Only you know. Continue to order our steps. Continue to direct our path. Continue to direct this nation, God under the shadow of your wings, God. And we thank you that we'll be, we were strong before this, we're strong during this, and we're going to be strong after this. For these things, we'll be so careful to give you all the glory. For these things, we'll be so careful to give you all the honor. And we'll be so careful to give you the praise. In Jesus' precious name, and the people of God said, amen and amen.